Hello, and welcome to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. Well, I'm going to test now. Well, then I guess we're doing the test first. We're doing it. Yeah. We in it. We are trapped here in Testville, USA. Are we trapped here in Testville? I'm trapped. Is there a C option? Trapped in the closet with Vanna White. Is that a game? It's a Weird Al song. Has anyone turned it into a game? Vanna White is from a game. I know know she's from a game. I know that she's... How many degrees from that sentence are we? (laughs) She she formed in a game like an an egg hatchling. She's a... Vanna White was born of Wheel of Fortune. She's the yeah personification of Wheel of Fortune. She's its avatar. She's, She's actually several stop motion puppets. She didn't exist before that show happened. Vanna White was never born. She was made. She was keyframe. She was spelled into existence. They they. Her name is Holy Writ on the <laughs> on the glowing board. Yeah, the the first Wheel of Fortune game didn't have any kind of presenter. It was just a blank slate, and then people just guessed letters randomly, and and then it spelled out Vanna White, and then she burst forth naked and covered in amniotic <laughs> fluid from the game show screen itself. <laughs> That's an interesting way to raise the stakes of that game. Whatever is written becomes manifest. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't see it anymore, because they kind of keep it hidden away behind the wall is the sorcerer's wheel of fortune <laughs> yeah yeah they didn't have like that that whole screen Wasn't area around the little letter thing before it was just like letter thing and then scaffolding and that's when they saw the vanna white like morph from like a weird amniotic sack wasn't that the the original title of the first harry potter book i think it was harry potter and the sorcerer's wheel of fortune and it was about this. And then Vanna White found out and she sued for copyright infringement. And so J.K. Rowling, it was a really different book. Copyright infringement on her life rights. And that's And that's why J.K. Rowling feels the need to apologize for her books all the time. Because she knows it could have been better. Right. They it don't match been the, her the original story of She knows that they're all lies. Yeah. She was out to write a true, like, hardcore journalism kind of... I just lost all the English language. It's gone. It's because she stole it. She heard about a lady that got weird scienced. And that lady was Vanna White. I think Vanna White weird science would be a very good TV show. <laughs> so I don't like, know what it's about exactly. Um, is it just Vanna White doing Bill Nye stuff? That's kind of what I was imagining. Like Vanna White, but she has like a real lab and they're real science experiments. It's kind of like a race for... Um, to complete research and get funding. But she can't speak for these science experiments. She can only smile and point at things. To communicate how the research... Maybe she's already figured out the research. She doesn't ever speak in the show, right? Not, Not to my knowledge. That do I'm you, aware do of. Do you think she knows how? My question was, is she, is she revealing the letters when she taps them? Or is she trying to... Like, what, is she, what is her goal? 
when revealing letters. She was made for one purpose, and that was... To, it's her programming. Yeah, that was to continue the letter board. She lives and dies by that letter. She was born of the letter board, and one day the letter board will reabsorb her, her body for nutrients. She, she is a completely optimized human being, if you can call her that. <laughs> she probably doesn't have a belly button. She's the Kyle XY of daytime guessing Has trivia television. Checked. She was born. That's a that's a that's a uh, that's a reference and a half, isn't it? <laughs> By the way, everyone's favorite TV show, Kyle XY. That's literally the only thing I remember about Kyle XY is attractive the attractive boy with no belly button. Photoshop job. Yep. Yeah. Solid content, Gordy. Vanna White born of... <laughs> born of science. I don't think it's even science at that point. It's a little bit of science. In a, it's, it's Arthur C. Clarke's third law. Is what it is. It is science, but it's so advanced to us that it looks like magic. So, does that mean that the Wheel of Fortune is actually a form of alien communication? Well, I don't or know about... It, or is it the future talking to us? I don't know about Wheel of Fortune... Well, that's what birthed Vanna White, right? Well, you, like the whole show or the wall specifically? The wall Or the wheel itself? The, the wall, I think. Because maybe they don't set up the messages. Maybe the wall is projecting those messages. I think, I think it is just like, it is just a TV show that that stars some, some miraculous pieces of machinery. What if the, what if the wall is controlling the producers of the TV show, so that it can send out its messages to the people. I wonder if anyone's worked out, um, yeah, like decoded it or worked out, you know, in episode 612, there's a message that says this, and then two weeks later, somebody did something, and, like, I wonder if anybody's ever correlated it. Yeah, you'd have to watch them all in order, figure out, like, all of the messages. <laughs> Read a lot of local news. I've got a crime for you. Oh? <laughs> Is it based on this? Yeah. Uh, if I were to unofficially release a book that was just every answer from every episode, how many people would ironically buy it? <laughs> Is that a crime? I mean, it's not my it's not my IP. You could get sued for it, I guess. Um, maybe if you did like kind Kind of gave it like the E.E. E. Cummings treatment. Mm -hmm. Where you don't capitalize any of the letters. Like just kind of spread, <laughs> spread them artistically across the page. And then it becomes your art. See, I don't want to do work, which is the whole thing. Oh. Well, that's why you get an intern. You get a design. Graphic design. You get a design yeah. intern. You get, um, what are Cricket's rates? She's, she's definitely an unpaid internship. <laughs> Needs all the credits she can get. That cat didn't graduate college. Even get her GED. She spends half her time just laying around there. So yeah, she's she's unpaid intern to the core. She is good at knocking things over though, and spreading them around, which is kind of what I need her to do to these words. <laughs> okay, so what you do is you print out the words meticulously. You cut them up on stock cards. You cut them up. You put them on a table, and you let intern Cricket <laughs> arrange them. And you take a photo of that. Intern Cricket do, air quotes, page layout. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
You get a sheet of poster board, put it on the floor, put the words on the floor. She will be attracted to the poster board. She'll lay on the words and spread them. Be an interesting art project. I I can get into that because that's, again, that's that's a very dumb thing that is given undue gravitas. It's cat poetry. By, you know, E.E. Cummings was, I guess, depending on who you ask, you know, did kind of flip the script on poetry a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. he did, like, he didn't just write the words. He he made them into pictures and and went really, really crazy on the space bar. Can we use this method to bilk some some simps out of psychic cat money? You lost psychic me there. Psychic <laughs> cat money? Yeah. To bilk so like, some simps? Yeah. Simpletons, I think, is the lexicon he's going to. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, okay. Not so are, are like do we turn cricket into a crime solving pig? No, no, no. Their own cats. Oh. We we provide a we provide a kit of words. So sort of like code so, names or some other word-based board game. So you're recommending some kind of combination between cat tarot and cat Ouija board? Yeah. <laughs> precisely. Um I mean, like put, this, put this stack on your table. Your cat will tell you what it wants to to tell you. you okay. Well, so you're, you're assuming cats can communicate in our language. They just no. need the tools to do so. Tyler's assuming people will believe it so hard they will part with their dollars. To, yes, to I believe so. the cat people will buy it. I believe there is a subset of of the human population who would buy that. Yes. I don't know is, how big is it. That, a, is it, it enough is a very to cover printing market. costs? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I think you should do uh, an initial run, mm-hmm. like 500 copies, see how those go, and then reassess. Well, first you need to do a lot of market research with our cat, because okay. you need to see if the cat is going to interact with it at least enough for you to get video footage on YouTube. See how many see how many views that gets. Yeah. And if you title it, you know, OMG cat... <laughs> interprets message from ghosts yeah angels ghosts elsa and spider-man turn your cat into a planchard cat magically spells out lyrics to let it go (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying that like a a lot of stupid cat stuff gets funded on kickstarter that's true and i smell silver dollars yeah i mean sure the the oatmeal published a terrible game called Exploding Kittens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really it's, not that. Like, it is not a good game. I mean, stuff for cats. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Like there's a there's a th- there's a thing that you put in your mouth to lick your cat with. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. <laughs> like cut like to a, a to like a remote controlled tongue. Look, I like not my remote cat. control. <laughs> like, I like a lever my cat operated tongue. And- <laughs> Enough to have cooked her homemade meals of organic chicken served to her on handmade ceramic plates from the ceramic studio from where I work. Despite her protests. Despite her many protests. <laughs> that's going way too far. Like You're not I should I should groom be your, your cat. Yeah, I should be your litmus test for crazy. <laughs> if I think it's wrong because I I've had a six year old very concerned about my future. <laughs> so if I think that this is going overboard and it is beyond the pale for well, it, standard it, human behavior. It reached its goal and then some. So that's, well, they, what we're, that's what we're dealing with. 
The internet loves the crap out of irony. <laughs> Potato salad blew away the goal. It sure did. While people who actually need stuff yep. <laughs> sat wondering if they'd ever see a kidney again. True. So Kidneys aren't cheap. That's how the human race works. We love giant fake tongues and potato salad. And hate kidneys. We do hate kidneys. But Tyler, as far as cat Ouija tarot, Mm -hmm. follow your dreams. I just need to see what I can trick people into buying paper. My suggestion is to make like the cards really vague and maybe mostly images with with ominous sounding words attached to them. And then you can sell a separate book that interprets not only like the card itself when the cat chooses it, but like the way the cat chose it and how that can change its meaning. Can 30% of all of the words in the stack just be cat love you? <laughs> no one <laughs> just would believe to hedge that. the bets. That's too high a percentage. <laughs> <laughs> like there would be random words like green and choo-choo. <laughs> You're really stacking the deck. But yeah, most, in, in most of that favor. deck is cat love you. <laughs> See, I like how I said ominous words. <laughs> Your response is green <laughs> and choo-choo. Are you comfortable? Like... No. With that. That's true. With that premonition. That's. <laughs> if a psychic held your hand and then trembled slightly and said green choo-choo, <laughs> would you be comforted? <laughs> Depends what I had going on that day, I think. Like, context is important. <clears throat> they you break know, out into a cold, clammy sweat. That's. They close their eyes, shaking their head softly, like tisking with their tongue. And they say green choo-choo. You do have a remarkable <laughs> re- eh, remarkable ability to take like juvenile words <laughs> and like shove them so far that they twist right back around into like Babadook territory. <laughs> That's what the Babadook is. Other than a gay icon. I did come up with my own Babadook. Your own recently. Your own monster, your own version of the movie. My own, my own, my brand of Babadook. Which is, which is what? The, the Tyler Duke. Yeah? Yeah. Are you, is this, uh, are you adapting it? Yeah, it's, it's me, except I have like candy corn teeth. Okay. And you know those, uh, those like sprinkles on coconut donuts that everybody hates? Yeah. I'm covered in those. Yeah. And I, I go into children's rooms during Halloween and I steal all of their raisin cookies. <laughs> yeah. And black licorice. Yeah. And animal crackers. You steal them? I steal them from for, these children. For what purpose? So that I have them instead of the children. So you're just taking candy I'm just, from I'm babies. S- I'm stealing raisin cookies and animal crackers from children. Are those the things that you like? Yeah. God, you're such a monster. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. I wasn't sure which way you were going, like... Whether you're you're taking things that people don't like. No, kids love the crap out of animal crackers. Animal crackers, yeah. I I don't know. I'm talking about black unfrosted. Licorice. No, they still want those. Plain bread. That's that's what we pull out <laughs> at not, the art center. They're not exactly. They're not exactly plain bread. <laughs> they're a cut above. That's what we pull out at the at the art center for the kids who forget their snack for aftercare, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, because they the, won't take the raisin cookies, all the kids have forgotten their snack for aftercare. No raisin cookies are expensive. Animal crackers are like cheap, crappy cardboard food, <laughs> so we can get tubs of them for nothing. They're not great. <laughs> they're pretty much giving them away. 
They are. They're like. They're not endangered. They're just sweet cedar chips for gerbils. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> they're to keep the kids' teeth. Like they're they're sugared cardboard. down. I like. I will eat them. I'm not saying I won't. I'm not saying I have anything against them. Sure. I just know what they are. But you don't covet them in the way that I do. I I wouldn't say that I Bland that I have is ever your favorite flavor. Covered, it coveted is. an animal cracker. How how do animal crackers rate in relation to chicken nuggets? They're pretty high. They're pretty close to the Nug Central. Mm-hmm. It's it's a recently rekindled love. <laughs> Did you get apple juice for them too? Not yet. I go through phases. Yeah, apple juice sounds really good right now. Actually, we should not record tonight and just get apple juice. What if we recorded with our mouths full of apple juice? <laughs> that would be real good audio. Might yeah. make the story better. Happily ever after.